The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Solomon, Solomon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahav. Boaz became the father of Ovid, whose mother was Ruth. Ovid became the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David, the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam became the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh, Manasseh became the father of Amos, Amos the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shiltiel. Shiltiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abud. Abud became the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azar. Azar, the father of Zadok. Zadok became the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Mathan. Mathan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of her, was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to Christ, 14 generations. Now, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found a child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means 
God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Genesis, God says to Abraham, Go to where I tell you to go. And he went. No questions, no problems. Book of Exodus, God goes to Moses, says, I want you to go to Egypt. He goes, no questions, no problems. Well, actually, that's not the way it happened. Because in the next two chapters, Moses is going to explain to God why his idea is a really bad one. And the first thing Moses says to God, he says, look, I'm in Egypt, I I killed an Egyptian. As soon as I go there, they're going to arrest me and throw me in jail. And if that doesn't happen... Then if I go to Egypt, then you're going to go before Pharaoh. Pharaoh's the most powerful man. I'm just, I'm just a shepherd. I'm not, not powerful at all. How am I going to have an audience with the most powerful man in the free world? Now, let's say, for instance, now, you ask me to go to see Pharaoh, and I give him the message that you want me to give him, which is to release all the slaves, Israelites. I'm sure that's not going to go over very well with him. But let's just say... Let's just say that he happens to think it's a really good idea that he loses all his free help. Then we go into the desert. And, and there in the desert, the worst desert in the world, there's not going to be any food and any water. Your idea stinks. It's not going to work. So God says to Moses, I know. I know what you did in Egypt. I know they'll arrest you. But when you get to Egypt, you don't worry. I'll be with you. And yeah, it's going to be hard to get an audience with Pharaoh, but you will stand before Pharaoh. And you might be shaken and in fear, and your tongue might freeze, but do not be afraid. I will be with you. And the message, he's not going to like the message you're going to give him. He's going to get very angry, and he's going to want to see a little bit of muscle from me. You don't worry. I will be with you. When I convince him to let everyone go, he's going to get very angry. He's going to pursue you into the desert, and he's going to send one of the most powerful armies that ever marched, undefeated for a thousand years. And they will go against unarmed peoples. But you do not be afraid. I will be with you. And yes, it's the worst desert on the planet. There is no food and water. And you'll be there for 40 years. Don't worry. I will be with you. You can sum up Christmas in one word. One word. Emmanuel. God. Christ coming is with us. As you see, the Gospel of 
Matthew begins with a genealogy. Now, I had the option to skip it because, and then just use the short form, but I wanted to make a point. Now, there's something in common with all the people on the, that I just listed. All of those people have one thing in common. The reason some ladies are in, in the genealogy. This is what they have in common. Every one of them died. Now, why would Matthew want to begin his gospel with a bunch of dead people? Well, in order to understand the answer to this, we have to go back to the, to the book of Numbers. Now, it's probably been a while since you read the book of Numbers, but let me refresh your memory. In the book of Numbers, there are two genealogies. The first genealogy is a list of all guys 20 years and older that lived in the desert during the 40 years when Moses was there. Every one of the names of the people that were on that genealogy died in the desert. And the reason why they died is because they sinned against God. But then, there's a new genealogy, a new list of people, a new list. No one on the old list is on this new list. And on this new list, not one person dies. No one. They even go to battle against the Midianites. None of them died in the battle. Every one of them made it to the promised land. And that's why Matthew begins the gospel with his genealogy of dead people. Because when Jesus Christ is born, there's now a new era, a new generation, a new genealogy with your names on it. Now the genealogy, the, the, the list there, they all died because of sin. But Jesus Christ came, as Matthew said, he came to take away sin and to save us. That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, we run into problems, not as bad as Moses. <laughs> yeah, we have fears. And the worst of one of all is death. Whatever it is that we face from now on forward, Know this, because of this day, never fear. There's a good reason why. Emmanuel. God is with us.